What's good? Coach Rod here, your number one relationship kingdom coach. If you're new to my channel, I am a kingdom relationship coach. I um, teach relationship from a kingdom perspective. Not a religious perspective, but a kingdom perspective. And I want to say welcome to my channel. If you're new here, welcome to my channel. Um, I want you to understand this right here. There's a, a difference between being kingdom and being religious. There's a difference between being kingdom and being religious. My, my opinion is being kingdom is, is simply having a relationship with God. Being religious is going to church. The only time you go to church is when you... The only time you read your Bible is when you go to church. The only time you pray and talk to God and worship God and praise God is when you go to church. That's religion. And then you do everything, everything the pastor say. You say amen, but you don't study on your own. That's religion. But when you kingdom, kingdom people have a, a personal relationship with God. Kingdom people, kingdom people, they know God for themselves. They pray while they are not in church. They talk to God daily, every day. They read their Bibles on a regular basis. They worship God while they are not in church. They got a personal relationship with God. So that's the difference between kingdom and being religious. Um, most majority of people are in churches are religious. They are not kingdom. They're religious. And see, that's why a lot of people come on my channel. They say, oh, oh, oh he's a kingdom man. Oh, he's a Christian man. So they get shocked. And I, like I say, I, I had people email me because I talk about stuff that the church don't talk about. You know, I talk about the bedroom in marriage. You know, why do I talk about the bedroom in marriage? Because there are so many um, um, Christian people who are married and they're not busy in the bedroom going six months and they ain't doing nothing in the bedroom. You see what I'm saying? So I deal with stuff that church folks don't, it's, it's not, it's not normal, but it, it's reality and it's life and it's practical. Because so many women will marry a man because he's a nice man. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. But they, from my experience in coaching, they will marry a nice, unhealthy man. And then when they get married, they cannot. the man cannot perform in the bedroom because he does not take care of himself. And the sad part about it is the men don't even care. They selfish. They don't even want to be able to satisfy their wife. The wife cook healthy food for them. They are diabetic. Do what I tell y'all. I'm not saying you should not marry a diabetic. No. But I be warning y'all to let y'all know. It, not, time, not all the time. There's going to be some exceptions. But nine times out of ten, when you marry a man that's a diabetic, if that man does not take care of himself and have a healthy lifestyle and take certain supplements, eat certain food, 
he's not going to be ready to perform in the bed. See, this is stuff that I talk about that Christian people talk about. Oh, you in the flesh. That is, marriage is not all about sex. But yet and still, you got Christian folks are married and they're not having sex. They're not doing that. Because church folk don't want to talk about it. Religious, religious people, they want to shine down by, by, right by, they cut that, but that's all they want to do is speak in tongues and then prophesy to people, tell people, um, God said he's he going to give you a hub in their week. Now listen, I'm not knocking speaking in tongues. Nothing wrong with speaking in tongues, but there's a time and a place for speaking in tongues. When I'm on here doing my podcasts and my videos, if I speak in tongues, how is it going to edify you? How is it going to bless you? You don't know what I'm saying. Now, could somebody just tell me what I just said? Could somebody just tell me what I just said? But religious people, that's what they want to hear. And then, when you're talking English, and when you talk about sex in marriage, oh, you in the flesh. That's religious people. You know what I'm saying? It's a time and a place to speak in tongues. Right now, it's not a time and a place to speak in tongues. Right now, it's a time for me to teach practical things about relationships. And my strong point is to teach women about men. I'm a man. I'm here to teach women about men. So, this is why I teach y'all, be careful who you marry. Don't just marry a man if the man is nice. Just because he's nice. You got to get a little deeper than that. You know, I'm not saying that marriage is all about the bedroom. No, but it's a lot of married women who are married, but they're not getting pleased by their husband because he don't take care of himself. OK, so that's what I do, uh, you know, and. Some 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 people, they are religious, they are religious, and that's what I'm going to talk about today. Um, on this on this podcast, you know, um, the religions, um, that the church was was, was was you know, that we came up out of in in the church, and I'm gonna say meaning the black church, because I I can't really say other churches will talk this because because um I I'm black I only. I only was raised and I only attended black churches, you know. I visited other churches before, like other races, but, you know, far as being a member, I only been members of a black church. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell y'all something. Today ain't going to shock a lot of y'all. The majority of stuff that we was taught in the black church was religion. The most majority of stuff that we was taught in the black church was was ignorant and foolishness. The majority of stuff we were taught in the black church was ignorant and it was foolish. And reason why is because a lot of number one, a lot of people who have churches are uh, number one, 
they are they have not really been called. That's number one. A lot of people just want to be a pastor. I heard one guy say he want to be a pastor so he, he could preach in his robe every Sunday. And, you know, yeah, he, yeah, he, he want to be a preacher in his robe every Sunday. You see what I'm saying? So, that's why he want to be a pastor. He didn't say, I feel like God called me to be a pastor. So, a lot of people who are pastoring... They are not, have not been called. You see what I'm saying? So, the Bible warns us of this type of stuff. The Bible warns us of, 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 of false prophets. You see what I'm saying? So, we have to understand that Everything that you hear, preach, or teach, that doesn't mean it's of God. I, I received an email from a 25-year-old, and I'm going to read this email to y'all. And this is really why I'm doing this podcast. Dear Coach Raw, I am a 25-year-old woman seeking answers from God about Christianity. I want to know why so many women have so much trauma from being a part of Christianity and Christian churches. Why do so many women have so much trauma from so-called Christian marriages and so much church, church hurt from Christian churches? I am very curious to understand the problem why we are so, why there are so many women subjected to the RRR, RAP, a brew in habitual cheating under the dynamic under the dynamics of Christians, churches, and relationships, and wipe into and whip into staying in marriages that serve them no purpose. Except misery and unconditional forgiveness to the point where no change happened in no accountability is being taken in most of these women become mentally conditioned to be a doormat and end up and end up on antidepressants. That's true. That is so true. And end up on antidepressants and later on in life have nothing to show for except wasted years. Yep. Wasted years. Wasted years. Mm-hmm. And so-called testimonies, which is usually covered up as suffering for Christ since he suffered for us. Mm -hmm. And especially us black women. Mm -hmm. Especially us black women. Mm -hmm. Who are not allowed to have a voice without being called bitter or angry. And why does God allow so many of us so-called Christian women to suffer in silence out of fear of going to hell? Sincerely concerned girl. Watch this. How... She said, God allows. God don't allow this stuff right here. Well, he see what's going on, but it's not God. It's not God. 
See, I want y'all to understand this right here. And I want this young lady to understand this right here. The majority of the stuff that we was taught in black churches was not of God. And see, this is where I get in trouble at. This is where I lose a lot of black religious people. The majority of stuff that we was taught in the black churches is not God. I said this on my last, uh, last week. I'm going to say this again. We was taught. If your husband is cheating on you. I've, I've, I've heard prophets tell women. If your husband is cheating on you, get some olive oil. Get some olive oil and put on his pillow. And when he lay down on his pillow at night, he going to start cheating on you. This is what prophets and pastors told women. If your husband. Y'all finna get shocked. I'm finna shock some of y'all really. Y'all, some of y'all gonna think I'm um, I'm teaching y'all an occult, but we was taught that if your husband cheated on you, get olive oil and put it on his pillow, and when he lay down at night, he gonna he gonna he gonna he gonna wake up a changed man. If your husband drinking alcohol, your husband running the streets, your husband putting hands on you, if your husband dogging you out, don't leave your husband. Put oil on the oil on his pillow. That is ignorant and that is witchcraft. That's witchcraft. Watch this. Because watch this. I was told, I don't know if it's true or not, but I was watching another preacher. And I was told that if you want to be with somebody, I was told if you get a picture of that person and take it to a a woodworker or somebody. And, and, and get to them and they will do something to that picture and they will make that person fall in love with you. That's what I was told. I don't know if it's true. You know, um, it's nothing that said too. you could take a picture of that person and put it in your shoe. Right? That That's the same thing. That's the same thing as putting oil on somebody's pillow. Then, because you know why? Witchcraft is manipulation, right? So, if I put oil on my wife's pillow to get her to start cheating on me, and then she start, she wake up the next day, and God manipulated her mind to make her start cheating on me, that, that's the same thing as witchcraft. That's manipulation. God do not manipulate us. God gave us free will. This is what y'all don't understand. Do what the church has not taught us. We have free will. What the Bible say? Whosoever will, let him come. What the Bible say? I set for you life in death. Choose life. I set before you life and death. Choose life. So you and your children may live. We have freedom of choice. God does not go against. Our free will. But we was taught in the black church. That if you. If you are being in a marriage. And your husband is putting his hands on you. 
cheating on you, get oil and oil and not his pillow. And he's going to start doing what he's doing. And God going to change that man. We was taught in the black church that if you having car problems, if your car is acting up and you ain't got the money to fix your car, get oil and put on, get olive oil, not car oil, but olive oil, and anoint your car with oil and lay hands on your car and, and pray on that car, and that car going to be, that car going to be all right. We was taught if you need a new car and you ain't got no money for a down payment and you got bad credit. Go to the car lot and get olive oil and anoint the car you want and pray over that car and God going to give you that car. That is ignorance. We was taught ignorance. The Bible said what? Faith without works is dead. That is ignorant. It's H-E-L-L. -L. So, what I did was, instead of me going by how I was raised, instead of me going by what I saw going up in church, I took the time myself and I developed a personal relationship with God myself. I study to show, the Bible said what? Study to show your self-approval, rightly dividing the word of truth. That's the problem with a lot of Christian women. Y'all don't study the Bible yourself. That's why y'all let these pastors and preachers lead y'all into these toxic marriages and relationships. Because you do not have a personal relationship with God yourself. You only go by what the pastor say. The only time you open your Bible to answer that question, my, my, my daughter, the only time y'all open your Bible is when you go to church. Um, um, yeah. Are you having a headlight issue? No, you weren't. You weren't no, it's not me. Alright, sorry about that. Message, man. Excuse me, y'all. Sorry about that. Um... And, and this to answer that question, my sister, y'all women gotta get a relationship with God yourself. That's y'all problem. That's a lot of women problem. Y'all just only time y'all 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 read your Bible is when y'all go to church. And one thing that gets on my nerve when I tell women you need to get closer to God, the first thing they say. I, I, I don't go to church because the pastor did this last year. Sus. I'm not talking about going to church. When I say get closer to God, I'm talking about you having a personal relationship with God. The same way you want to be intimate with a man, the same way you want to be in a relationship with a man, the same way you ought to be, you want to be with God. One-on-one, -on -one, time with God. 
Because when you spend time and regard and get a personal relationship with him, right? Now your discernment becomes sharper. Now you're going to go by what you know what God's words say, not what the pastor say. That's the problem with a lot of y'all. Well, a lot of y'all, y'all only read y'all Bible when y'all go to church. But if you read the scripture for yourself in Matthew 10 and 16, you say, look, I am sending you out as sheep among wolves. We are in a world that they, we have a lot of sheep. Uh, no, uh, uh, I'm sending you out as sheep among wolves. But we have a lot of uh, 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 wolves in sheep clothing. So be, watch this. Let me read it out of the um. I read the King James. I like how the King James break that down. Behold, I I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. By by ye therefore, be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Why Christ said that. He said, "What? Be wise as serpents, but harmless as doves." You know why? Because we are in a world where we got we got a lot of sheep, a lot of wolves in sheep clothing. A lot of pastors, a lot of prophets, are wolves in sheep clothing, and you got to learn how to discern the spirit. Of the pastors and the prophets. Y'all got to learn how to discern. The spirits of the pastors and the prophets. But most women. Y'all bleed everything. A prophet or pastor tell y'all. Y'all bleed everything. They tell y'all. Now watch this. First John. Four and one. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirit. Listen now, listen now. It don't say try the spirit by the spirit. It don't, the Bible don't say try the spirit by the spirit. Please stop misquoting the scripture, people. Please, y'all get on my nerve when y'all misquote the scripture. The Bible don't say try the spirit by the spirit. The Bible say, Blood, bleed not every spirit, but try the spirit, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out in the world. Okay? Look what I'm telling y'all now. Look what I'm telling y'all. And don't just take my word for it. Read it for yourself. The New Living Translation, Dear Friends, do not believe everyone who claims to be to, to, who claims to speak by the spirit. You must test them to see if their spirits to see if the spirit they come have come from God. For there are many false prophets in this world. For there are many false prophets in this world. We got a world full of false prophets. 
see, I, I, y'all, y'all, some of y'all finna really get offended, really. Let me tell y'all something. Prophecy is not telling you who to marry. Ooh, y'all finna get mad. Ooh, these, 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 I'm finna lose some more subscribers. Let me tell y'all, a prophet, a prophet never told nobody in the Bible who their spouse was. Mm, Jesus, please don't get me in trouble, Holy Spirit. Oh, Lord, these little folk, boy, they're going to unsubscribe. That is not the role and the purpose of the prophet. Prophets do not tell people who to marry. Because why? We have free will. The reason why a lot of women are suffering in these marriages is because they was told by a prophet that that is your wife. That is your husband. They were told by their pastor who prophesied to them and told them, God said y'all supposed to get married. No prophet ever told people in the Bible who they supposed to marry. That is not the role of a prophet. Do you understand me? If you read 1 Samuel, See, read the book of, which all some y'all just got to do, read the book of Samuel. The book of Samuel, it tells you about the ministry of, of, of the prophet Samuel. And you will never see prophet Samuel told anybody who they're supposed to marry. Okay, that is not God. That is not God. I'm going to say it again. Get mad all you want to. I don't give a right behind. That is not God. God left it up to us to figure out who we want to marry. As long as we are equally yoked. As long as we are, that means as long as that person is a believer, we can marry who we want to marry. God left it up to us. Free will. No prophet or no pastor going to tell me who to marry. I'm going to marry who I want to marry. Period. And number one, she's going to be fine and she's going to be pretty. She's going to be attractive. In my eyes, she's going to be gorgeous. That's number one. I'm going to pick my wife based upon what? Physical attraction. Because you know what? I'm a man. That's how I fall in love. That's what's going to make me want to be romantically with her. That's what's going to make me want to cut her and hold her and touch on her because she's attractive and I can't keep my hands off of her. She is so pretty. Her body is so sexy. I cannot keep my hands off of her. That's what's going to make me want to keep on being in love with her. Okay? So, number one, I'm going to choose my wife to be based upon physical attraction. Number two, God-fearing. Number three, she, she my peace. Number four, she support me. You see what I'm saying? Number five, she submissive. Number six, she honors me. She respects me as her man. That's what I'm going to choose my wife based upon. So I'm going to see somebody I like physically. I'm going to pursue. And while, while I'm pursuing her, if I found out she meet the other things I just named out, the other, the other things I named out, if she meet all that right now, guess what? I'm going to marry her. And if she a child of God, I'm going to marry her, and God going to bless the marriage. Start letting people tell y'all who y'all spouse is. 
And this is why I tell y'all I get pissed off when I hear these ignorant behind women on YouTube telling women if you see a man that you want to be with or if God show you that's your husband, go to God and pray about it. And then God going to open up his eyes. Eventually, God going to open up his eyes and he going to see you as his wife. That is stupid. That is not Christianity. That is not God. I said it before, I'm going to say it again. Y'all are so fearfully and wonderfully made. The way God set it up, God don't have to make no man marry you. The way God set it up, you should have to pray to God for a man to see you as his wife. The way God set it up, the way God wired men, the way God created men, when men see women, when a man see a woman, he know right there the first look he want to marry that woman based upon physical attraction. That's, that's God right there. That's God right there. A man, God ain't got to open up a man's eyes to make a man see you as his wife. God ain't got to make no man marry you. Men going to marry you because you pretty. That's why men, that's one reason, not the only reason, but one reason why a man will marry a woman because she's beautiful. That's what he going to look at. That's the way God wired men. God, you ain't y'all ain't got to do all this prayer. Oh God, send me a husband, God. Oh God, I like Coach Bobby Joe on YouTube, God. But he don't notice me, God. I see Coach Bobby Joe every day at church. But Coach Bobby Joe, he walked right by me. I spoke to Coach Bobby Joe. I heard a I had a conversation with Bobby Joe. With Brother Bobby Joe. We had a conversation at church about five times, God. I know that's my husband, God. I know Bobby Joe is my husband, God. God, show Bobby Joe that I'm his wife. And you waiting, you praying for God five years, waiting on God to tell Bobby Joe to marry you. That's not God. That's stupid. If Bobby Joe saw you, if Bobby Joe is not pursuing you, get what? Bobby Joe is not your husband. Bobby Joe falling in love through physical attraction. God ain't got to make Bobby Joe marry you. He put it inside Bobby Joe to want to marry you. If Bobby Joe is single and available and he's looking for a wife and he ready, Bobby Joe going to marry you because he saw you. If you don't believe what I'm saying, read Judges chapter 14. When Samson was in antenna, he saw a, it was a young Philistine woman caught his eye. He went home and told his parents, I saw a young, I saw a young Philistine woman. His parents objected and said, why you don't want to marry your own kind? Why you want to marry a Philistine woman? Because in, in, in Old Testament, in biblical days, they was not allowed to, to marry Philistine women. God wanted them to marry Israel, the Jews, Israelites. That's why they married their own cousins. In the biblical day, in the Old Testament. We don't do that no more, okay? You see what I'm saying? So the parents say, why you can't find nobody of your own your own people? He said, get her for me. She looks good to me. He didn't say, get her for me because she God-fearing. He didn't say, get her for me because she got a good job. He didn't say, get her for me because she got an education. He didn't say get her for me because she makes six figures. He said get her for me because she's she's a boss. 
He said, get her for me because she looks good to me. That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. Men will marry you because you look good to them. That's how men are. Y'all ain't got to pray to God and beg God for no husband. All you got to do is just let a man see you and, he go, and he'll marry you. Now, I'm going to do a podcast and a video about this right here. Why a lot of y'all are not getting approached and getting, getting, getting pursued. And one reason why, because of online dating, social media. But I ain't going ain't, ain't to get to that. But you see what I'm saying? But the way God wired men, men see y'all and they pursue. The Bible say when a man findeth their wife, not when a God, not when a prophet tell a man who his wife is, not when a pastor tell a man who to marry. No, the Bible say when a man findeth their wife, I got to find my wife. Now I do believe the Holy Spirit gonna leave me. Yeah, but a prophet not gonna tell me who to marry. Now, I've had people prophesy out of me and told me that God said that that was your wife. And then the person who they say God said was my wife, I looked at them and guess what? There's no physical attraction. I'm not marrying her. I told the prophet, I'm not marrying her. I told the pastor, I am not marrying her. Because you know why? I got relationship with God. And I got common sense. And I know, why would God tell somebody else who to marry, but he don't tell me who my wife is? God does not have a respect the person. Why would God tell a prophet, who, a prophet who my wife is, but God don't tell me who my wife is? I don't understand that. Why would God tell the prophet? Why he can't tell me? I told the prophet, no, thank you. I'm not marrying her. And guess what? That was 20 years ago. Over 20 years ago, guess what? And, and, she, and, and I have not married her. I'm not going to marry nobody who I'm not attracted to physically. I'm not doing it. I'd rather be single. No pastor, no prophet. But y'all let these people prophet out of y'all and tell y'all who y'all husband is. Then y'all get inside these marriages. And then, and then because... Because y'all are afraid to leave because of, 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 of the, the, the manipulation that they put on y'all. You got to know God for yourself. God do not tell people who to marry. People marry who they want to marry. We have free will. We have free will. I've heard prophets say this is some stupid stuff. If you want to get married, make room in your closet. Ignorant. You want to get married, cook dinner for two. Women, y'all ain't got to do all that to get married. Y'all so fearfully and wonderful to maid. Now listen, we all are fearfully and wonderful to maid. When the Bible says that we are fearfully and wonderful to maid, he talk about men and women. But as a real head of a sexual man that love women, my opinion, when God made women, he took his time and, I mean, he, he, he really did a work with y'all. I mean, the most beautiful thing that God ever created is a woman. The most beautiful crea creation on, in this world is women. Y'all so beautiful 
Y'all ain't gotta do all that cooking, do all that cooking dinner for two, begging God for no husband. You ain't gotta run behind no man. You ain't gotta pursue no man. The reason why y'all do that kind of stuff because y'all, y'all, y'all desperate. And y'all don't think that y'all attractive enough. Y'all so pretty and beautiful and wonderfully made. A man gonna see you and he gonna pursue you. That's all you gotta do, just be seen. In order to in, in, in order to keep that man, be God-fearing and reciprocate. If you like that man, if he handsome, I gotta put that part in there. If he handsome, I gotta put that part in there. Because I don't put that part in there, we just can't, oh, we just gotta choose everybody that pursue us. We, we, we need physical attraction too. So I don't want to hear that comment. So if you like him, if he handsome, if 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 if, 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 if he meet your standard and some of your preferences, and he win your heart, you choose him. That's how. That's all. It's just that simple. No pastor is gonna tell me who to marry. I I had a friend of mine. Used to be a friend of mine. A friend girl that. That used to like me. But I didn't like her that way. And one of the reasons why. No, I ain't, 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 ain't going to get into that. I ain't even going to go there. But I ain't see her that way. So we had a phone conversation. And she was sort of throwing hints at me, you know. If you got to throw a hint at a man. If that man see you. If that man see you. And y'all did a live. Um, what they call that? Um. A video chat together um um FaceTime and that man saw you if that man don't say immediately right there you look pretty you look beautiful I wanna get to know you better he not he not interested if you gotta get that man hints to to pursue you you not interested so that's what she was doing she was giving me hints like you know so like you ever thought about like you know stuff and blah 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 she was trying to talk about me and her. Like, do I like her? That was her hint she was trying to give me. So I was honestly say, you know, uh, a man, men fall in love by physical attraction, you know. I say, um, you know, uh, with a man, start with the physical. Just like that right there. Start with the physical. So, you know, um, so when I said that, she was like, well, I understand that, but I know this pastor. This pastor said he testified and said that when he first met his wife, he wasn't attracted to she wasn't attractive to him. But God told him that that was his wife. So he didn't he kept disobeying God because he didn't really want to marry her. But God kept telling him that that's his wife. So he finally Obey God and marry her, and they they've been married for thirty years, and he happy, but lonely, but lonely. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Y'all believe everything these people tell y'all. He tests a line. He tests a line. Cause you know why I don't believe that? Because it don't line up with the word of God, and that's how you judge a prophet. If a prophet does not line up with God's word, he's not a real prophet. Okay. God never told no man in the Bible who to marry. Men marry who they want to marry based upon physical attraction. Anybody want to tell me I'm lying? Show me a scripture where God told King David to marry Abigail. First Samuel chapter 25, it talks about 
how King David married Abigail. The Bible says Abigail was pretty, fine. And to make a long story short, David was going to kill her husband because her husband disrespected David. And David was God's anointing. And David was on, David was on his way. David, David swore by God. He said, if, if I don't kill him and every man in his, in his house, that's what David said. David was mad and David was on his way to Abigail's house to kill her husband. Abigail's servant came and told Abigail, I'm in my scripture. Y'all ain't got no scripture to back up with y'all theory up. I mean, my, everything I say, the, the word of God backed me up. Read 1 Samuel 25. I'm telling y'all, I'm in the scripture. Y'all, see, y'all make y'all stuff up. See, see, y'all ain't got no scripture to back y'all y'all theory up. I got scripture. This Abigail's servant came to her and said, David, if you're to come and kill your husband, you're going to come and kill everything in here. Your husband disrespect, disrespect David. Abigail got herself, got some, got some gifts, and got her her, her 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 servants, and she met David before David got to her house. And Abigail got off her uh, off her, her horse or her donkey, whatever they were riding back in those days, and she went to David and she bowed down before David, and she used her woman influence to get David to change his mind. And you, don't you know, David was so mad, and he, and he swore to God that he was going to kill her husband. But when that pretty woman, when that fine, gorgeous woman came to David and begged David to not to kill her husband, David changed his mind. The woman influenza. Why did she get David to change her mind? Because she was beautiful. In a woman influence. Watch this. So David said, okay, I'm going to let him live. I'm going to give him a chance because of you. Abigail came back home. She didn't tell her husband right away because he was drunk. They, they were having a party. The next day she told her husband what happened. And um, he, had, um, he had a stroke. And then the Bible says a couple of days later, God struck him dead. God struck him dead because he disrespected David's God, David. David was God's anointing. Touch not my anointing, do my prophet no harm. So because he disrespected David, God said, you know what? I'm, I'm a, David didn't kill him. I'm going to kill him. When David found out that Abigail husband died, David sent word to marry Abigail. When Abigail got the word that David wanted to marry her, she used to say, yeah, I'll marry David. That's how they got married in biblical days. God didn't tell David to marry Abigail. God didn't tell Abigail that David was, was going to be your husband. No prophet came to Abigail and say, David is your husband. No prophet came to, came to David and say, marry Abigail. They got married based upon physical attraction. Men got married based upon physical attraction. And they fell in love with these women. And they took care of these wives because they was beautiful and they, were, they was in love with them. Listen to what I'm telling y'all. You got to get outside the religious stuff that y'all was taught. And read the Bible. Just read it for yourself. Prophets do not tell people who to marry. 
The role of a prophet, if you read the scriptures, they was God's spokesman. And the prophets was the one that bring the judgment of God on the people. That's what prophets did. They brought the judgment of God on, on the people. That's all they prophesied in the Bible. They prophesied the judgment of God. The wrath of God. I'm in my, I'm, I'm in my word, but y'all see, y'all can't tell me I'm making this up. You got you to gotta stand up for yourself. Excuse the background noise, y'all. Now watch this, watch this. If you read 1 Samuel chapter 1, I got I to gotta get y'all scripture to back up what I'm saying. The call of the prophet Samuel, the calling of the prophet Samuel. Samuel was dedicated to the temple. Oh, I'm in my scripture, boy. Y'all can't tell me I'm wrong. Samuel was dedicated to the temple by his mother. And he was raised by Eli. Eli was a priest. Eli had two sons. Eli's mama's name was Hannah. And Hannah could not Hannah could not have a child. So she cried to God and she told God at the altar. If you give me a, a, a male child, I, I, I promise you I will dedicate him to you. So when he was born, she dedicated him to the, to the temple. So he was raised by Eli. Eli was his spiritual father. Eli had two sons. And Eli two sons. Eli two sons, they were doing wrong. Eli two sons, they was mishandling the offering. They was they was Eli was a priest. His son was priestess. And they was mishandling the offering. And they was sleeping with the, uh, the beautiful women in the church. And because Eli refused to rebuke his sons, God called Samuel and raised Samuel up and told Samuel to go rebuke Eli and his sons and tell Eli, I'm going to destroy him and all his sons. And they're going to be, I'm, 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 going, I'm, I'm going to kill them. For disrespecting the offer. I mean, my scripture. So Eli had to go to, he had to go to, he, not Eli, Samuel had to go to Eli and tell Eli, the man who raised him, his spiritual father, the man he looked up to, and tell him that God finna kill you and your son. Do you understand me? When the king, in the Old Testament, the king represent the pastor. The king represent the pastor. When the king got out of line, God sent who? The prophet to come to do what? To, to rebuke the king. That's what prophets do. Prophets don't tell people they're going to marry somebody next week. That's your wife. That's your husband. That's not prophecy. 
Could somebody show me one scripture where a prophet told somebody who to marry? I want to know. Prophet is not prophecy. That's not prophecy. That's not prophecy. Prophets, they go to the king. When, 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 when Saul disobeyed God. Read the Bible now. When Saul, read the whole book of 1 Samuel. You're going to see all this stuff going to be in the book of 1 first, first Samuel and 2 Samuel. Read, read those books. You're going to see all this stuff in there that I'm telling y'all about right now. Just read it for yourself because it's too much to go. I'll be here two hours trying to read all that right there. So you got to read 1 Samuel and 2 Samuel. Read it for yourself. Read it from the New Living Translation so you get a better understanding of it. This stuff is going to be right inside there. When King Saul disobeyed God, God sent the prophet Samuel to rebuke Saul. When David sinned against Bathsheba, God sent Nathan to rebuke. That's what prophets did. They came to rebuke you. They didn't come to tell you you're going to get a house next year. They don't tell you you're going to be rich. You're going to be the first millionaire in your family. That's not prophecy. It's not prophecy. But we was taught that it going up in the church. That's not prophecy. Okay? Prophets, they come to you and they will tell you, if you don't get your house in order, God say this is going to happen to you. Now, I heard somebody tell me that they used to, they used to, they used to um, be a preacher and they were drinking. And a prophet came to a prophet came to him and say, God say, if you take another drink, something bad gonna happen to you. And he said, from that point on, he started drinking. From that point on. Now he was a preacher, but he was still drinking, getting drunk. And somebody came to him and said, God say, if you don't start drinking, if you, if you take another drink, something, something gonna happen to you. And from that point on, that person started drinking. That's prophecy. Prophecy is warning before destruction. Okay? Prophecy is not telling you who your husband is. God ain't got to tell you who your husband is. Your husband going to know you, you his wife because you pretty. And he going to do what he got to do to get you and keep you. That's, that's just natural in the man. To pursue and fall in love with a woman that he loved because she's beautiful. And to keep that man, to keep that man, you got to be Respectful, be his peace, honor him, submit to him, and be nice to him and be sweet to him. He ain't going nowhere. He's going to be really crazy about you then. But to answer that question, my sister, y'all got to study yourself. You know, that prophet that killed that, that woman in Orlando, he had a large following. He killed his wife. He had a large following. And y'all, oh, y'all so, well, some of y'all, not all y'all. I'm, I'm not talking about y'all, but people are so slow in the spirit. They so slow. Some Christian people are so retarded in the spirit. They so slow in the spirit. They SLD in the spirit. They slow learning in the spirit. Some people got a slow learning disability. That's what SLD stand for. Some people got a slow learning disability in the spirit. Ain't got no discernment. Y'all talking about that man who killed his wife in Orlando. I saw one video of him and I knew right then that he was a false prophet. One video on Facebook and I knew right then he was a false prophet. 
This man got thousands of people following him. And y'all can't see a false prophet. Because you know why? You're in the flesh. You don't have a relationship with God. But we have a relationship with God. We have a relationship with God. You can look at it. You can see a. You can you can smell a, a false prophet from a mile away. Now watch this. Now, this how they met. This how they. This how they met. He was doing a, a um a, a um a church meeting or something, a revival, a church service, and the girl was there. So, and she was a young, beautiful young lady from Africa, African woman, pretty woman. So he called her up in front of the whole church and asked her, was she married? She said, no, I'm engaged. He said, God say, God told me to tell you to go tell your fiance that it's over and break up with him and marry me, you my wife. Guess what she did? She did what he said. She went to her fiance, told her fiance, it's over. I met my husband. You're not my husband. You see what I'm telling y'all about following these prophets? So they got married. In the whole marriage, he cheating on her with multiple women. He beating her up, putting his hands on her with multiple women. The whole marriage, he cheating on her, beating on her. So when she wanted to leave, it, it, went, it went viral. It's all on Facebook and YouTube. Because the brother jumped on him and beat him up. And she was taking up for him. He said, if I don't kill your sister, I will be fake. The next day or two, he went to her job. And she worked at the bank. And he opened up, she opened up the bank. And she turned around and saw him. She started running. He shot her. Boom, boom, boom. From the back, she fell. This man got on top of her, over her, and just loaded the gun off of her. Bow, 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 bow. She did over a false prophecy. When I tell y'all, do not believe these prophets. Tell me who your spouse is. But y'all hard-headed. That's what I'm with y'all women. Y'all, Some of y'all, y'all so hard-headed. Y'all gonna watch this and you still gonna do what you wanna do. Y'all hard-headed. When I say... Don't let a weed, don't let a weed, a person who smoke weed, get drunk, who have a, a sex problem, who keep cheating on you, don't bring them on your chair and hit on a woman in the comment. Weed is not evil. And I like older men. That's y'all problem. That's why y'all keep getting beat up out here in, in these streets and dating. That's why y'all keep getting inside these marriages and the church keep doing what they're doing to y'all. To answer that question, my sister, some of y'all hard-headed. Y'all hard-headed. That's y'all problem. You don't want, and y'all gonna watch this podcast and still do what you want to do. Still go by a false prophet. I saw one video of that, and see, this, here's the red flag. I knew he was a false prophet. I saw his church. He got fired. Flames and fire, flames of fire all in his church. All these different statues in his church around the pulpit. Fire around the pulpit. You can't tell me that's not God. So my 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 my, my little niece, you 25 year old, you young. Women, y'all gotta stop going by religion. 
Stop going by tradition and get a relationship with God yourself. Study the Bible yourself. Spend time with God yourself. Understand the Bible, Christianity yourself. I got a personal relationship with God. I talk to God. I pray to God. I don't just don't go to church, which y'all probably will. Y'all only read your Bible when the pastor say go, go to certain such, such scripture, and that's it. One time, I, I heard the pastor teach that if, if a man pull out on his wife, they sin. That's a sin to, put, to pull out on your wife, which means if, if the wife and the man and the man and the wife are doing it, making love, right? And they don't want to get pregnant. He pull out and let it. He said, that's a sin. That's not no sin. You see the stuff that they teaching in these churches? But because me, I know God for myself. I understand that's the Old Testament. We're not up on the Old Testament no more. We got free will. If me and my wife don't want to have no more babies no more. If we don't want to have no more babies no more. We got three kids already, right? And she said, I don't want to have no more kids. But she got to get her tubes tied. I can pull out of my wife to not have kids. If that's not that's not that's not a sin. But this is what pastors are teaching. That's a sin. Because they they ignorant. Because that's old testament. We're not up under the old testament law no more. Well, if my brother wife die, because it happened in the old testament in the Bible. If my brother wife die, I'm supposed to marry his his no, if my if my brother die, if my brother die, I'm supposed to marry his wife and impregnate her to keep the get her pregnant and have a baby from her. Right? It was a man in the Bible um, in, in the book of Genesis. He, instead of him, he married his brother's wife. His brother died. He married his brother's wife. Instead of him, you know what I'm saying, releasing, he took it out and then God killed him because he didn't, that's, we not up on that no more. That's Old Testament. You got to study the Bible for yourself. I only got, I only got two more minutes left, y'all. I might, I might do a part two to this right here. That's why women get inside these marriages and get inside these. That's why church do women the way women do it because women don't know God for themselves. Your pastor should not tell you who to marry. No pastor gonna tell me who to marry. Another story: a man saw a beautiful woman in his church that he wanted to marry at the church. He, he go to the pastor and say, "Pastor, I, I, I want to marry so and so." The pastor tell him, "No, don't marry her. Don't marry her. Marry the other sister over here." The one that the pastor wanted him to marry, he not he, he, she wasn't attractive, so he did what the pastor said. He married somebody who wasn't attractive to. Your pastor is not your god. Tell your pastor, pastor, I love you, I respect you, but I want to marry her. That's what I'm gonna do. That's my wife right there. No pastor, no prophet gonna tell me who to marry. I got a relationship with God. It is my free will. My free will. I can marry who I want to as long as she's a Christian. We are not on you equally yoked. Get to know God for yourself. Christian women, get in that word for yourself. Get a relationship with God. Stop. Get out of religion. The majority of stuff we was taught in black churches is religion. The majority of that was religion. It's now it's about relationship. Hey, the culture I got 30 more seconds to go on the podcast. You don't, they don't give you an hour. I never did an hour long podcast. Wow. But hey, God bless y'all. If you need coaching, click on the link in the description box. Thank y'all for tuning in. Um, I'll talk to y'all soon. God bless.